Hey. Hey. Just so that you know, I'm not gay or anything. This is Grinder, my guy. I guess people who are lactose intolerant can't walk down the fucking dairy aisle. I'm just looking. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on gaytalk20.com forward slash live stream. We normally start at 6. Today we're starting at 5.30 because, well, 5.30-ish, because we can and because it's too hot and we were just like, oh my God, let's get in the studio a lot faster than 6. But anyway, um, but we're here. We're about to do another show for you. My name is Tom. I'm your host. And as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all. Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. All right. And welcome you all to uh, Gay Talk's Dish. Uh, before we get started, that opener has got to be one of the most like hetero like openers we've ever done in our lives. Like, what the fuck? I wasn't a part of that. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, can you imagine literally somebody on Grinder being like, just so you know, I'm not gay or anything? Oh, yeah. No, it's no, honey. <laughs> I guess people who are lactose intolerant can't walk down the fucking dairy aisle. <laughs> I'm just looking. For a dick. For a dick. Pretty much. (laughs) You can be bi, you can be pan, but you're definitely something. Oh my God. So, yeah, so that's that. And then, you know, it's like. I mean, uh, I'll even. And then you show up at the studio with a New York Yankees hat on. This is the first time I've ever seen you have a hat hat on, period. I don't think I've ever seen you wear a hat before. Yeah, no, I was actually wearing a hat pretty much the entire time I was in Florida. Proud of you. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it keeps the sun off your face. Yeah, and you don't oh, have to do your hair. Oh, that's but. what it was. So he was in Florida, uh-huh. and so all that, you know, craziness, all that Republican craziness started rubbing off on you. That's it's a what gay it was. hat. It's a gay hat. Um, uh, well, well, true, it is. Did, did you wear that one? No. No. Which one mm. did you wear? Um, a I, red one. No, it was white and green. <laughs> It was my sister's lush hat. Oh, okay. Okay. So you were promoting her bar, basically. Yeah. Nice. nice. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, um, since we're here and we're about to jump into, you know, our weeks, um, because it's been weeks, um, our apologies. Last week, we didn't do a show. Uh, Nick uh, went to Florida and got stuck there. <laughs> and Jay and I decided to go to get some Mexican instead of recording a show. So, yeah, we went to dinner. And drinks. And on Wednesday though. Monday. Was it Monday? It was Monday, yeah. Monday. Oh. It was definitely Monday. That was my return. My return to work from the weekend at Rochester. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. All right. So we've got a lot a lot to unpack in regards to travel. So why don't we start with you, Trish? Uh you were gone for, for two weeks. How was no, your I was gone for like a week under and a week. Half. No, it was under a week. You were supposed to come back on Monday, and you ended up coming back Thursday. Yeah. Well, you added four happen. days. Yeah, things happen. Okay. So how was it? Um, it was it was a week. It was, was definitely a week. Okay. So I went to Florida to see my sister. She was having her gender reveal and all of that, which was great. 
Oh, so we can officially talk about the fact that your sister's pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Facebook, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's having a little baby girl. Mm. Another girl. I know. Another girl. I know. I thought it was going to be a boy. So I texted you earlier in the week. Well, not this week. I texted you last week, late last week. And what did I say to you? I don't remember. If you busses keep going the way you are, the busset name is going to oh, disappear. Because yeah. well, you're I mean, having all women. I know. And, you know, unfortunately, in, in the patriarchy society, women get married and they have to take their husband's names. So I'm going to have a gender reveal if I ever adopt. But the gender reveal is going to be more like, uh, what culture are they from? Because I'm going to adopt. Okay. You seriously are going to adopt? <laughs> maybe. God, I hope I, not. If I meet somebody. Yeah, I would feel really bad for that child. Adoption agencies don't do it. <laughs> wow. I ain't saying a word. That was hurtful. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like we can't deal with two of you. <sighs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, exactly, exactly, exactly. You make a very good point. Maybe yeah. like man, <laughs> <laughs> won't even cry. Right, poor child will be running around 100. percent 100. percent Oh my god, I can't wait. You have a duty diaper? 100%. <laughs> Are you hungry? 100%. Daddy won't change my diaper. 100%. Cuz I don't do shit. Yeah. Oh god. Ooh. Anyway, um so overall, um was it relaxing for you? <laughs> Not really. Do tell. Okay, do so tell. long story short, we went to leave on Monday. And there was a slow leak in my rental tire. And so I missed my flight. Of course. But all that to be said, so we flew in, we arrived, and I go to the rental place, and they don't have the right car that I, you know. Had reserved. Mm-hmm. Did you and want a convertible or something? No, I just wanted, like, you know, an SUV that's, like, a midsize SUV. Right. So they gave me a forerunner, and those things guzzle fucking gas. And I get out to the car. It is disgustingly dirty. So I go back in, and they give me a minivan that's even grosser. Like, it's got food every... It's, it was terrible. Don't ever go with budget. Sorry. Oh, that's, don't you normally go with Enterprise? Yes, I know. I fucked up. And I never fuck up when it comes to that shit. I'm surprised because I use budget when I go to PR and they're always on point. But what? it's a whole different story yeah. in PR because, you yeah. know, P- Puerto Ricans and business out there, it's like they're super, mm. super clean. So anyway, that happened. <laughs> I ended up in the forerunner because the other one was so gross and they had nothing else. So get to the house. Everything's fine. Then when we try to leave a couple days later, like I said, there was a slow leak. We missed the flight. Um, and then luckily the next day I got a new car, not the next day, the day after I got a different rental and that car was great and I didn't have to pay for it. Oh, well that's good. Well, they fucked up. I mean, like I missed my fucking flight. So it cost me like a hundred bucks to switch everything over. Um, which again was fine, but then (laughs) I'm like hanging by the pool just relaxing. Now I know I'm not going to leave until Thursday. Right. And my mom got these new floors put in, in the lanai, which goes out to the pool. And the cleaning ladies cleaned it with Murphy's oil soap. Oh, God. So I get out of the pool and I 
bust my ass. So this is like a tile type floor, right? Like it's it, like it, terrazzo almost. Okay, yeah, yeah. and it, they can get pretty slippery when you have. I busted my. I have bruises all over. I see. I saw that bruise early. Yeah, he walked up in here looking like a leopard. I was like, "What the fuck?" So, like an abused housewife. Literally, not even like fifteen minutes later, my sister gets out of the pool, busts her ass. Oh, her knee is so screwed up. The bruise is like the entire knee, and it's all cut up. Oh my god! So, so needless to say, that this cleaning person is fired. No, probably not. Well, 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 I mean, they probably we need to like, have a come to Jesus talk with oh, her. Like, yeah, well, do, do not think, use Murphy's oil on on something that you know. Well, I think my mom did that, but like at the same time, I still busted my ass. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then me and my sister were horsing around in the pool, and I got water in my ear. And there's a tube that goes from your ear to your throat, and it got congested. Is there really? Yeah. 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 So, so how is it that we don't swallow our our like um the wax that we create in our ears that that, that our body creates? I don't know. Huh. Okay. But anyway, proceed. So, I ended up in urgent care. Okay. In and, Florida. Yeah. And the doctor was like he put me on steroids. He was like you can't fly unless you go on this because your ear is going to could pretty much explode or like pop yeah and i was like fuck okay it would be it wouldn't be the first time that one of your holes popped but valid okay but it was like (laughs) so expensive it was like 70 (laughs) dollars for my fucking ear and the shit that was coming out of it was disgusting i will never forget that smell i was like what happened to me oh lord have mercy yet yeah, it's, it's not pretty it's not pretty when you have an ear infection no and then you get fevers headaches everything hurts you're always like uh, groggy and then you're on antibiotics which means you can't drink no i did not go on antibiotics it wasn't an infection a steroid steroids yeah okay so that means you still can't drink you shouldn't drink on steroids eh, shouldn't but you can <laughs> oh, okay. i mean like, she shouldn't but she does she mm-hmm. no she didn't start taking them until the day after, because she wanted to drink the night before. Oh, okay. So, but well, yeah. Well, that's cool. That'll make it happen. That was my um, <laughs> wonderful trip to Florida. And then when we left, my oldest sister came with me, and she is, like, terrified of flying. Mm. We start taking off, and she starts bawling. And this woman next to her is just, like, rubbing her leg, like, it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> See, I would have been like, little Latin boy in drag, why are you crying? But then we got her a Xanax for the flight back, and she was just like, conked out Conked the entire time. So that worked out. So yeah, that that was my vacation. Boy. Well, it was, it was it was adventurous to say the least. It was really relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> and what about I feel refreshed? Yeah. So everyone's good. Mom, mom, dad is good. Sister's mm-hmm. good. Aside yeah. from you know getting busted in the knee and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, and that's good. We, we went and saw Grandma and Grandpa's grave. I cried because. Of course I, mean, I did. Ooh, excuse me. That's expected. Yeah. It's you know, it's what you do when you go visit loved ones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. And my family's like, my parents are trying to get all of their stuff in order with like the will and all of that stuff. And one night they were like talking to me about what they want to do when they die. And I was like, why the fuck are we talking about this right now? Like, I'm on vacation. And they're like, well, you're the executive of the state. You gotta know all this shit. You do. And they're and- like, do you do you want my ashes when you know? you know, we get cremated. I was like, what the fuck kind of question of the, 
Like, of course. Like, why would you ask that question? So it was just a weird fucking trip. Well, I mean, <laughs> but but that. Number- oh, I missed the whole thing. <laughs> so, Clearly. so one night we went. Uh, me and my sister wanted to stay one night away from the family, and we got a one night at a resort, right on the water, beautiful pool, like all the all the things. Right, we show up. It's downpouring, so we can't sit by the pool. I finally get us checked in. She runs to the liquor store, comes back, and then we go to the pool because the sun came out. It's Florida, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we go back because it starts raining again. There's dirt in the bed. Oh, God. There's food literally mushed into the rug. Oh, God. And no. I didn't like really look when I just dropped my bag off. And there's hair in the tub. God, no. <laughs> Did they give you a room they didn't clean? I don't know. It looked cool. well, when I first Florida's, walked in. Florida's dealing with a shortage of employees. Mm, oh yeah, I know. Well, with banks, the new laws that went into it, yeah. with Trump lights new uh, policies. Oh, so yeah, I know. So anyway, we didn't stay there. We ended up going back to my sister's for another night, and I had to fight with the people. They wouldn't give me a reimbursement, so I had to like go onto my credit card and like dispute it dispute it and then they gave me all these points to make up for it but the woman was such a bitch she was like well we're fully booked and i was like okay i don't want another room i just want to be reimbursed she's like well let's put you in another room i'm like you just said you're fully fucking booked like if you're fully booked how are you gonna put me in another room she's like well we'll clean your room i was like no i don't want to stay in that room (laughs) that is crazy i would be like nope 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 bye felice it was a great trip no. Overall. Overall, well, I'm proud of you because you know you, you you handle yourself well in those you know um, unusual and um, circumstances. So that's all I'm going to say about that. It was funny because my two sisters were in the room and they they were like, "We we got to get out of here. Like it it's gross." And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't want to go fight with these people right now. Like I just don't want to do it. I don't want to put the dad hat on and like go deal with all this. And my sister watched me walk around the room and I started taking photos and. She, she was like, you're getting ready, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. I'm going downstairs. It's <laughs> coming. Poor receptionist. That's yeah. all I got to say. No, I, it ended, I ended up like talking to the GM. Went through three people. I was like, fuck this shit. What do you mean you're not doing anything for me? Right. No. See, this is why you just don't talk to just normal employees. You, when you walk up, the first thing you say, I need to speak to a manager. We're fully booked. We can't, we're, we're fully booked, so we can't reimburse you. But let me give you what another room. What shit is that? Yeah, what does You're that fully mean? booked. You're making money. Reimburse me. There's dirt in the fucking sheets. <laughs> and it's Did the not maid make it with her feet? <laughs> Did they make the bed with their feet? Honestly, I was going to be like, Jamie, suck it up until I saw the dirt in the bed. Yeah. yeah that, no. That's not okay. Yeah, no. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway. Well, that's cool. Well, I'm glad you at least got to see your family and, you know, had uh, uh, an adventure to say the least. Uh-huh. So cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Jay for Florida. Amaze. Mm. <laughs> Jay Bird, how are hey. you? <laughs> it's your turn. Like a deer in the headlight. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. Um, <clears throat> I guess we'll talk about Rochester. Let's Rochester. talk about Rochester. So um, before we do that, <laughs> just a, a quick reminder that yeah. while for the most part, gay prides 
here in the U.S. are thought to be, you know, June 1st or June 30th. Uh, there are other gay prides that happen outside of the month of June. And so it is important to recognize that we celebrate Pride 365 days a year, 24-7. Absolutely. And in that light and in that spirit, I will let Jay tell us, <laughs> tell us. about uh, his wonderful weekend in uh, Rochester. Yeah, so, so go for it. Yeah, so... Uh, Work sponsored. Um, mm-hmm. So we had a couple of people that got together and decided to uh, come uh, march in the Pride Parade in Rochester, New York. Right. <clears throat> so uh, out of all the people that are part of the um, of the group, we had two, four, about eight of us. Right. That that got together, and um, so RG, which is. Uh, New York and and NYSEG mm-hmm. and then UI. Right. Um, so the three sister companies, the people from all three sister companies got together and marched in the parade. I thought it was going to be something kind of small. Right. Especially being in July. Rochester's a big a big city. <clears throat> there were 200 floats. Yeah, no. <laughs> in the it's, parade. It's a, it's a big, it's a it's big. It's a big to do. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and the beauty is that, um, you know, for the first time in our company's history, we actually had a truck. Yes. Right? One of our trucks. UI sponsor? Yes. Um, Avangrid sponsor. Avangrid sponsored. Yeah. So um, on behalf of all of the sister companies that <clears throat> that participate. So it was the first time that we had a, a bucket truck, right? Yes. Uh, which we use to, you know, keep the power on and Lift blah, blah, blah. Lift up the men. Yep. And, um, Brand yes. new truck. Yeah, Brand spanking and new. so the truck was in the parade. Employees <clears throat> were there, engaging and having a good time. You were sending us pictures of yeah. the festival afterwards, yes. even during the parade. Um, there was a was, news article. Yeah, there was a news article. Some some people. Yeah, th- th- I mean, there was quite a bit of uh, uh, stuff that was advertised. Um, again, I was. I thought it was going to be a small thing, mm-hmm. you know. And, right. I've been to other parades before, and you know I've I've experienced it. Um, we were a little underprepared, but it was the first time. Oh, hello! No, oh, we you did like, a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of yeah. that. No, so uh, we, I think we were a little underprepared. Yeah, uh, but then again, it's the first time the company's sponsoring something. So right. I came in with the mindset, thinking that everything was squared off. Right, you know, we, we needed music definitely. Yeah, and, and obviously, I somebody should have brought a boombox yeah. with a couple of like D cell batteries. They and, should have yeah. painted the entire truck rainbow. A rainbow. <laughs> Listen, yeah. or get one of those. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. That's not yeah. a bad idea. I think that we should have a a rainbow truck in every single one of our sister companies that goes around in the community and does work in the rainbow truck. Yeah, yeah absolutely. With those hot linemen. <laughs> <laughs> I raise you up. I raise you up. No, but no, um, but, but overall, yeah, everything overall, was good. Overall, it was a good time. Uh, right. Good people. Um, yeah, you, it was nice. It was fun. A did lot you meet of, my future husband? I met quite a few you could marry and divorce. Oh, I thought oh, you yeah. were going to say no comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He certainly met my future husband. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we heard stories about that one. Dear, we did. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Let me stop. Dear future <laughs> husband. <laughs> Uh, great people no everybody great people well received they treated us 
How was your hotel? Exceptional. Oh, it was amazing. It wasn't dirty like mine? No. no. Two balconies. It was an executive suite. It came bullshit. with a man. It came, came with a man. It did. Yeah. It had a compa- it, it, it was one of the hotels where- It's a pride package. <laughs> exactly. Pride package, yeah. It's a pride package. <laughs> Add a man on for $35 a night. Yeah, you know. Executive suites. Um, we'll give you a Ken doll. Bonus, a Ken doll. Oh, oh, well, Lord. Barbie. But it was, yeah. yeah, no, it was fun. We had a good time. Can we talk about that a little bit? What? After this? Yeah. Barbie? Barbie? I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> People anyway. are going crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but all in all, yeah, we had a we had a great time. It was fun. It was well, that's fun. good. Yeah. That's good. And on, on to Tommy, how was your weekend? <laughs> My weekend was uneventful. Uh, I've been, you know, um, getting stuff done. It, it, it's been extremely hot. It's been extremely stormy. We had our first bingo this last Friday. In the middle of bingo, it started storming like crazy and hailing, and we had to. I had to cover all of the electrical equipment that was out there, you know, and uh, and we all ran. Everybody ran in the house. I stayed outside with my equipment, and all of a sudden, it starts hailing and winding, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is a tornado!" Really? Oh, it was bad. Was it was it like bad. green outside. It was dark, black, and stormy. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, and it was like, and then. Within so the storm lasted for about thirty five minutes, and then before you know it, there it was gone. And I whip out my blower. So a lot of people use their leaf blower for mm. leaf blowing. I use my blower for everything. I blow snow. <laughs> that didn't come out right. Yeah. Um, so no, when no, snow falls, no, I go out and I blow snow <laughs> off my car, sidewalks, etc. I use it to dry my patio when it's full of water. You know, you just go out there and blow the water I'm out. Turning and, into Dave. Yeah, it's like I use my, my blower for everything. You know, it's I'm a blowing purpose. I'm yeah. a one person professional blowing machine. So and um, Dave, the owner of the bar, mm-hmm. every night before he opens the bar, he'll take his electric blower mm-hmm. and go out front and just blow off all the crap from the night before into the street. Turning into Dave. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So um It's like the shame from last night. <laughs> so eventually, you know, the storm went away, sun came out, we got to playing bingo and everybody was happy. And then, you know, um Saturday came and I went and I said, Okay, well, I've got some things to do. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna do anything. So I didn't do much of anything on Saturday. And then Sunday I decided I was gonna go the hottest day of the entire week i was gonna go buy you know 20 bags of mulch and come and, and mulch my property mm-hmm. <laughs> yay and uh, yeah in july right i'm all late but um other than that you know it was last night we worked today i was off from work and you know back to work tomorrow and then next week is the the big lipo Oh, I'm boy. having lipo. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Um, lipo on Monday. Did I talk about my nails the last time we were on the show? Maybe. I don't remember. That's so random. Yeah. But sure, tell us about your nails. Okay, so before I went to Florida, I got my nails and feet done. Oh, we okay. discussed it, but yeah. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. Oh, okay. I got yeah. my feet done. I remember that. Yeah, I got my nails and my feet done, and my normal lady wasn't there. And so I was like, normally, you know, we do a clear coat and she does the natural clear pink to make your nails look healthy. Um, This bitch (laughs) used pink. Oh, she gave you belly slippers. It was gel. And so like my nails are like super pink. And I was like, I didn't notice because I'm colorblind. 
And so I finally put my like sunglasses on, and I'm like, oh my god, it's sort of like you can't really tell, to be honest. Yeah, if you put it, me. if you put it next well, to, look. if you put it next to a pink shirt, it's fine. No, you can't really tell. But anyway, so I put them on. I'm like, Holy but they look fuck. good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, and then this past weekend, mm. I finally got my couch cushion covers back, or they finally arrived. Right. Um, the right ones, because Pat had ordered the wrong ones. Right. And I decided to put them on in the evening with, like, you know, my hue light setting, whatever it was. And I woke up the next day, I put on all the covers that were his, the wrong ones. So he, you put the ones that you took off yeah. all over again. Yeah. Hot mess. No, I'm colorblind and I like couldn't tell. <laughs> and so, so, like the next day, but, I woke but, up and the sun was shining, and I was like, "Oh, but fuck. wait a minute!" When you took them off, did you not set them aside and say these aren't the correct ones, and let me open the ones that I are did. sealed in a bag? I did, but what I didn't do. <laughs> this is what had happened. What what, okay. Happened? Okay. So what had happened was I got the new co- the covers and I threw them on the couch next to the old ones. That I hadn't mailed back yet because I was waiting for the new ones. And they were all sealed up. Right. So I'm opening them up. I'm like, I didn't order this many of them. Why do I have so many? And I'm so realized all the wrong ones again. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the fucking wrong ones. I literally almost texted you that night and like, do you need a new cover? Because I have like an extra couple covers. <laughs> the next morning I wake up and I'm like, oh no, that that that's wrong. That's the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah, no, you gotta send those back. Dude, it's a struggle being colorblind. Like, yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. Clearly, speaking of color and blindness, can, can we before we go on break? Can we quickly talk about this Barbie craze? Okay, am I the only one that's annoyed at this? I guess I don't really pay it attention, but yeah, it's, it's getting like, a little out of hand. It, it's like, well, first things first. I love the movie Barbie only because it's pissing off the right wing like nut jobs, right? Because yeah. there's a transgender person grooming, in the movie. They're grooming people, right? But it's Barbie. And you have some grown ass motherfucking adults going bananas over Barbie, and like uh, last I checked, I, we were always went crazy over Ken, right? Yeah, but I mean, like you grew up with it, right? So it's like me and Harry Potter. Like my right, my my family still. was giving me shit because on Thanksgiving we're all going to Orlando, and we're having Thanksgiving there, and I was like, I want to spend a day or two at Universal. I want to go to Harry Potter World. And they're like, Nick, you're fucking. 36 years old. I'm like, one, I'm 35. (laughs) (laughs) And and two, like, I grew up on that shit. Harry fucking Yeah. No, it was just like, so I want to get my wand, motherfucker. And he's a daddy now. Mm hmm. (laughs) Yes, he is. And he's got a nice dad. Daddy Potter. Oh my God. I can't say that with a straight face thinking that it's Harry Potter. Yeah. But Daniel Radcliffe, yes, he's got a beautiful penis. No, I don't know. Anyway, um, no, my thing is this. It's just like literally there was a grown ass. Oh, my God. I downloaded the whole album and I just listened to all the songs. And then there was another person who came in with pink hair. My sister had a whole like Barbie outfit. Again. Really? Whatever oh, yeah. floats your boat. But I was like, come on, people. It's 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 a fucking Barbie movie. Maybe it's because what's his name from the Notebook is in it. Uh, what is his name? Why am I blanking? Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ryan. Gosling. I mean, maybe Ryan. He Gosling. is hot as hell. He is, and and he looked really hot as you know Ken. Um, and then obviously Margot Robbie. 
Mm-hmm. Is that her name? She plays Barbie. And she there's, was great. there's a couple of other people that are in the movie. Uh, America Ferrera's in the movie. Yeah. A couple of other. It's like, um, where's she been? I know. Welcome right? back. Yes. Hello. Welcome back. She's absolutely gorgeous and I love her. She was, she's my, she's, she will always be my Betty La Fea. Yeah. Right. Ugly yeah. Betty. Um, I love that show. Yeah. She was Ugly Betty for mm-hmm. years. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just, come on. Like, I get if you're like 12, 13 and you want to go see Barbie, great. It's like, yeah, but all apparently, these people that grew up on it, like, come yeah. on, you know, you like, why not? You're right. Why not? But apparently, it's like this movie has the highest grossing opening weekend for a movie that was directed by a woman. Uh, so apparently, and I'm I'm looking for for the figures. It's in here. I know it is. Um, okay, oh, where where are you? I know it's in here. Barbie makes history for women director with box office record. Um, and apparently it generated well over $162 million in North American ticket sales. Barbie has beat out the previous record holder, Captain Marvel, which wow. was uh, co-directed by Anna Bowden and opened to $153.4 million in 2019. Barbie also beat out Wonder Woman by director Patty Jenkins. Wow. And, earned, and that movie itself earned $103 million uh, during the first weekend in 2017. So it's important to put it in context. We are talking about movies and breaking records directed by women. Well, it's funny because now they can pay Ryan. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, they got to pay him. You know? So when you Google the Barbie movie on Google, the right. whole screen pops up and there's this uh, pink stars that pop up on your screen and the Google sign is all pink. Everything's fucking pink on this. Yeah, it's. I, I, I think it's, that's your computer. Yeah, and I, I don't like pink, um, but, you know, it oh is God. what it is. I don't mind a little pink. Pink is not my color. Now yeah. that my sister is having a baby girl, like everything is going to be pink. This girl is going to be born with heels. Like nails done, like face done. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm just, I can't, I can't. But the only good thing is that this Ken, our live screen Ken, has a penis. And he can marry me. <laughs> if he wants. Well, that's I, I'm true. putting it out there. <laughs> that's true. All right, well, listen, that was a great chat, the first uh, half of the show. But we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we do have more dish uh, that we have to cover. So uh, we will be right back. Ryan. All right, ladies and gents, well, we are back from our break. Thank you so much for allowing us to take that little break. We just needed that to uh, refresh all of our, you know, the good juices. But we are back and uh, we're ready to jump in and talk a little bit about some of the stories that we have lined up for you. Um, So, Trishy Poo, do you want to start first or should I? Uh, You can go. Okay, fine. (laughs) Then I will go. So, one of the first stories that we have teed up for you is... um, Grinder. Yes, grind her. Nobody knows her. I don't know who she is. But anyway, um so you know, I am a union employee. You are a union employee now. Uh and you know, more and more so in in today's environment we're understanding how important unions are to ensuring job security and you know making sure that uh, as an employee you are valued for the work that you do and get paid accordingly for the work that you do. 
Um, not many people agree in this great nation that, you know, unions should exist when it comes to employment, but a lot of people fail to realize that we live in one of the, uh, biggest and most successful unions in, in, in human history, right? And when you think about the fact that we are a union of 50 states operating and, and legislating and, um, at times, horribly um nonetheless we are a union right and so that concept has been adopted by a lot of employee uh or organizations that would like to unionize to protect employees and to ensure that employees are being treated fairly and paid accordingly for the work that they do and recently grinder um so grinders is a company right it is um, what people refer to as an app where, you know, it's a hookup app or an app where you Jay, go can you tell us about Grindr? Yeah, tell us what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's an application. You can download it, right? Yeah. Do you have it on your phone? No. Mm, no comment. <laughs> no comment. So it is an it's, application. It's the same thing as yeah. Plenty of Fish. Yeah, Plenty <laughs> of Fish. Oh, do, do you have Plenty of Fish on your phone? I no, did. I got Grindr, I did once upon a time. Once upon a time, okay. Um, so it is an app just like, for example, it's supposed to be a dating, quote unquote dating app, like many right. other quote unquote yeah. dating right. apps. Right. Like for Truth example. Social. No, it's not like Truth Social. What's the other one that, <laughs> that people. Bumble. Bumble. And then there is. Um, Tinder. Tinder. Uh, yeah, that's but there, what, what's the straight one where you swipe left? Bumble. Is it Bumble? No. Yeah. No, Tinder is the one you swipe Tinder. Right. Yeah. So Tinder and right? Bumble. Yeah. Tinder, yeah. Yeah. It's very Tinder-ish. Um, Except yeah. for like you have horny now. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Not much, man. Um, uh. But nonetheless, it it is. Uh, it, it's an app. It's obviously technology, and right now we're starting to see a lot of you know different employers. Um, of technological companies or app companies uh, start laying off people. And employees at the Gay Hookup uh, app Grinder announced on Thursday that they had uh, launched the union. And um, they also did so in part, they say, uh, due to the company's CEO, George Arison's prior backing of anti-LGBTQ plus politicians. So here you have a app that's strictly... LGBTQ plus. It is specifically for the gay community to connect with other people, whether that's for sex, whether that's for companionship, whether that's for dating. But it is a look. Normally, it's for sex, but I do know some people that have like actually found their right. person. But and yes, and and you can. Hey, listen, you can hit it off with anybody. That could happen anywhere. So it's important to realize that this could be a very useful app for people in our community, but it is for our community. And you have a CEO that's actually backing a Republican, backing people who support anti LGBTQ plus, um, you know, initiatives. But anyway, uh, in a press release through a labor union communications workers of America, the employees said that the supermajority of workers at the company had announced the creation of the Grinder United um, of Grinder United with CWA. Um, approximately 100 eligible members of a union signed representation cards at Grinder. Grinder United members come from departments across the companies, including cloud engineering, customer engineering, design engineering, IT marketing, privacy, product, and quality assurance. So, it, it it's it's a very 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 um 
cumbersome process when you want to unionize. You just recently went through this. A year and change. Can we generically, generically, very generically, talk about that process and what it's like to not have all of your um, coworkers, for example, on board, right? Correct. Um, so, so technically the way it works is in order for, I mean, you, you have to have start, start the conversation somewhere, right? So, right. So... A lot of times there are changes in management or there's changes within the company itself. And, uh, you know, a lot of the times you start questioning, you know, job stability, you know, right. uh, especially when something like this with Grindr happened, right? So now you're questioning whether this is going to remain the same or if there's going to be changes that will put your livelihood at, at risk. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's just like anything else. You start the conversation, right? So are they... Un- doing this because because of the ceo no i i think it may be in part it's a combination of a lot of things right i mean you have uh the head of a company who's supporting anti-lgbtq plus like what the fuck um, yeah you know initiatives and he's a gay yeah he's a gay right winger Oh, so that's right. that's where it falls at right and um, then you have employees so that are like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah he's an oxymoron yeah uh, so, yeah so so you start you know you start although having, i don't yeah. i don't think that's what an oxymoron <laughs> is right i, I mean it kind of uh, is it yeah. kind of is it, but but the issue here is that they're threatening with laying off employees yeah and cutting yeah. down workforce, workforce and you know and for such a platform that it is global i but mean honestly like they have the opportunity right now, if they're going to do this to like create a union for all apps. Right. Yeah. And it's possible. So for example, let's say grinder decides, let's say that the unit, the unionization, that was a lot of grinder employees is successful and they go through and they vote and they are officially unionized. That means that they can bargain for, um, you know, insurance for rights for pay for job security it could turn into a situation where other dating apps that are similar in nature could join that union yeah and then it's it's a whole thing Mm -hmm. right um but you know in a statement that would be a creation of a whole new union yes all all together yes because you know you have a you know, electrical workers union and the pipe fitters and right. You have gas unions. Yeah, There's yeah, so many different yeah, types. Union, so. you know, the writers and and actors have their own union. We're seeing, you True. know, the the, the yeah. negotiations breaking down and things happening right now. Um, as 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 we speak, right. Um, and you see the With power. The writers Guild, right? right writers exactly. Guild, yeah. Um, you see the power of unions, and you you work with unions in the theater community, so you know how how important it is to to be on good standing mm-hmm. with union individuals and making sure that you do things right as a management person, and that you don't do their job. No, yeah, no, I will. I will say some of some of the rules that I've dealt with. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like why? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... But the thing is, like, every time you see a rule that you're like, why? Somebody went through that. Right. Right. And and so they fight for that. And that's the whole purpose, is to be able to collectively bargain um, for your right as as an employee in a company. And so I 100% support, you know, their their right to unionize. And I hope that they're successful, because that means that um, with a contract comes... 
certain, you know, protections, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You have representatives that represent you, that speak on your behalf, that will fight for you. Um, you know, they said, you know, that the reason why they were unionizing is to protect their current benefits that would be maintained through a collective contract. Employees will also push for gift matching, a professional development budget and cost of living pay increases that match annual inflation. According to the release, they also want clear severance protocols in case of layoffs. So, um, I hope I hope that they are successful, and and I I think the reason why I brought this up is because I myself and am a union employee, and I value the protection that comes with that, but I also value the fact that um when I do my job, I'm being paid accordingly, correct, right, yeah. and yeah. um you know some people don't agree, but you know it's like you can't live on fifteen dollars yeah. an hour anymore, and the fact that you know unions fight for. And negotiate collectively for better salaries, for better insurance, for better, you know. Yeah. And a lot of companies will, you know, will drag it out. You know, right. Some, they have legally, they have a year to negotiate the contract and some companies will drag it out the entire yeah. year. Right. I, um, I find it interesting, though, like a lot of like, so they're saying professional development, right? Mm-hmm. Cost of living, which. Everybody should get that, and it should be based on your state, um, which a lot of companies don't do. Right. But they're also pushing for gift matching, which is interesting because that doesn't really um, directly help an employee, but it helps the nonprofit that they're giving money to. Right. So basically, sure. they're saying if I give a hundred dollars, you're going to give a hundred dollars or whatever right. it is. Like that. That's yeah, very matching. interesting yeah. that right. they would also include that in the negotiations. Well, right. our, our company matches. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We we do have um, a program that we use a service called Benevity, yeah. and they have a list of you know hundreds of companies that you can donate to, and then the company will go through a match up to a certain percentage of your contributions to right. said company. Um, and it is important to, to be able to negotiate things like that because you want your dollar to, go um, as far as it can, as far as it can and be able to maximize helping, you know, communities and people that are in need. Yeah. And I'm sure um, a lot of people that are working for Grinder are donating to LGBTQ plus causes. Right. So like mm-hmm. every dollar counts. Yeah. But think about it. The majority of their, of their advertisement dollars come from tar- are targeted towards LGBTQ plus people, mm-hmm. right? You're think you're talking about, for example, um, you know, a lot of the commercials that you see or, or the advertisement that you see for prep or for some of the newer drugs that are out and about, um, you know, some of the, the, um, HIV campaigns that are being done, the majority of them happen through these apps, right? Um, uh, which is incredibly important work, right? We we can't. And if you've been on Grinder recently, mm-hmm. like you have like fifteen or twenty people that you can look at before they're like, pay for a subscription, right? Like what the fuck? To You're making more. plenty of money. So what I do in this case is I start blocking people that I'm just not interested in, so I can get that number of people in my list. And if the other fifteen that I just blocked don't meet my standards, then I block them too, so I can get another fifteen. So, and that's basically how you get around that. Well, Danny's a verse top, and he just sent me a message. Oh, <laughs> read the message. What does it say? Hi, ready to bottom. It says little Latin boy <laughs> drag. No, it says hi. Hi. 
And so you say, hey, how are you? Nah. Nah. No nah. face pack. Yeah, yeah, no. Hey, just, by the way, I'm not gay. That's why you got to respond. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm just looking. Gay. I'm just looking. I'm just looking <laughs> for milk. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's that's Grinder in a nutshell. So my hope for them, for these employees that are fighting, um, you know, to be able to unionize is that they are they are successful, and um, you know, they have the majority. So at this point, it's almost it's almost a done deal. It's yeah. just a matter of seeing how quick going through the process. Right. It's, it's just as time consuming as, as right. the company decides to make it. And, right. and usually, they tend to do that to try and get people to break. Right. No, I've been and, through negotiations. And back out it's and back fun. out of that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. never fun. It's never fun. Yeah. But they're necessary. But it, it's interesting because like. For me, you work with these people daily. Yes. You know, you have good relationships with people. But then when you sit in that room, it's like. It's like you want to go for their jugular for no reason. It's like it's like when you individually, when you're not in a union, fight for a fucking race. Right. And you know what kills me is the majority of these people, when they're making these arguments and, and fighting unions to for better rate wages, you're literally fighting to protect money that doesn't even belong to you. Like, I understand fiscal responsibility for a company. You have a responsibility to your... Um, you know, shareholders, blah, whatnot, to ensure that you are using your resources wisely, you know, correctly and making sure that you're not spending. But when it comes to the employees that make your business, that's not where you want to skimp. No, that's not where you want to fight. And it's weird that, you know, you see a, a group of executives, you know, going out there and and trying to negotiate a package, but coming at you like they're literally trying to attack your character, who you are, um, you know, what you're all about, um, just because. Your work ethic. But right. also, you look at the discrepancy from executive level to the level below, right? Oh, it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Like, if they were to just, you know, if the money was so tight that, you know, they can't give the union what they want then fucking figure out how you're going to cut your salary exactly and your bonus exactly exactly and none of that happens right but uh, it's always at the expense of the little guy right so so you know there's a saying and I, and I say this often I'm like you know listen I'm just a little guy at the bottom of the totem pole I'm, I'm the peon at the bottom of the totem pole right if somebody pees from above it's going to work its way down and I'm the one that catches it all so you know, it is what it is. And you're right. There's a huge discrepancy between, you know, the executive pay versus what other individuals um, are making in the company. And, and they fail to realize that, you know, these individuals that work hard every day, day in, day out, that do the operations type of work are the ones that are that are, you know, keeping the companies afloat. So, yeah. so, so take care of your yeah, employees. According to a Google search at Grindr, the most compensated executive makes 500000 annually. And the lowest compensated employees make thirty four thousand. Right, that's crazy. So look at the difference. It, just- it's a massive difference, right? And if you take like <laughs> that, really, that's over four hundred percent. If you take thirty four thousand dollars and you divide that by you know, oh, I'm sorry, divide by twenty six weeks. Let's say they get paid um, every two weeks. Your paycheck is not even a thousand three hundred dollars. So that's not yeah, even a rent. The execs are making about ninety five bucks an hour. Right. So it's it's pretty crazy, right? Um I I I <laughs> oh god, it's that's crazy. Well, I mean, look, like I've worked in nonprofit my entire life and to be honest with you, 
all of the nonprofits I've worked at, every single person that was an executive or above me always had to report their salary because of how much more they made. I remember when I was working at a place somewhere, right. I was making like $350 a week. I, I, you know, I just finished my internship. Um, so, but still, and the executive was making like 150. Yeah. It, like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane that the, the, um, the difference. That's why my card got declined on my first date with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to pay. <laughs> well, well, he's he paid. Um, but anyway, you know, the moral of the story is it's not a bad thing. And, and we hope that, that they make it. Um, yep. It's almost a guaranteed thing. They have the numbers. They voted. They want to unionize. It's all a matter of getting a contract. So good luck to them. Um, and if you are successful, then we'll be fellow brothers and sisters of unions, and we all take care of each other. And if you ever go on strike, we shall be there to support you. Yes. So, because that's how we do. Also, get rid of your CEO. Yeah. Uh, for real. She got to go. Yeah, she got to go. She got to go. All right, Trish, over to you. All right, so um, funny enough. Funny enough. Out of Florida. Oh, God. Yeah, here we go again. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, the coach, Uh came out as gay. And he is believed to be the first out male coach in professional men's sports. In men's sports? Okay, but what kind of sports? Is this football, baseball, basketball? Football. It's oh, football. okay. Yeah, no. So he came out and he basically said, I don't want to feel like I have to think about it anymore. I don't want to feel like I have to lie about who I'm seeing and who I'm living with. Good so, for him. But also, it's in Jacksonville, Florida. Right. In the state of Florida. When all of this crap is going on, right. for him to decide to make this yeah. statement now, right. it's huge. And one of the most heteronormative, like, you know. Sports. Sports. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big thing, um, and, and it makes a big statement. However, I fear that there's going to be a lot of backlash for him in that state, given the the current temperature and what DeSantimonium is doing, uh, or his attempt to literally eradicate and belittle our community in a way that is just so disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, what what I will say is that I do feel as though he has the team support behind him, which is good. But and we you have know. to we have to remember that like a lot of these um players are not from Florida, right? They're recruited, right. so they could have a liberal background. They could be socially liberal, but also fiscally, you know, conservative. Conservative. Um, but it does say that uh, one of the players said that he's looking forward to seeing Kevin next week at training camp and hopes that he comes to work each day during camp and through the season season, feeling confident, free and at peace. I know our players and staff feel the same way. Well, one thing you can't do though, honey is, you know, show dis- uh, displays of affection um, or PDAs, public displays of affection with your partner in the state of Florida, because you might, you know, end up getting, arrested for exposing children to inappropriate things it's fucking crazy it 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 drives me bonkers the fact that we can get married in the u.s of a but you can't go to the state of florida and hold hands with the person that you love in front of children because 
you might be indoctrinating kids. I mean, you can. Yeah, you can. But, you know, it's it's sort of kind of where he wants to go with this whole crap he's trying to pull. Yeah. Right? No, what, I, what did you call him? Trump light? Trump light. Trump light. But I also like I think it's really special that in this moment he felt confident with his friends, his colleagues and his peers and his family right. to actually come out and do this and and make a huge fucking statement in the state of Florida. And on top of that too, he went to uh, Western Connecticut where I went. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And you know, it's, that's, that's quite, (laughs) you're right. It's, it's quite a bold statement. Um, Nonetheless, uh, I'm sure it's going to be very impactful in, 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 in today's conversation uh, of things that are going on in Florida where they're trying to suppress, you know, suppress the vote, uh, the, the voices of, LGBTQ plus people, transgender people, black and brown people. Um, you know, they just approved a curriculum just recently that is just absolutely insane uh, on how you can, you know, re- refer to black history and how it is presented. Um, it, it is absolutely fucked up. Yeah. It's no, just fucked up. Things that are going on in Florida is just fucked up. And, you know, as long as I can help it, I will not give them my money until, you know, all of that shit is reversed. So Florida for me as a vacation destination is just out of the question. Well, clearly you don't have a vacation when you go to Florida. I'm beaten. I'm bruised. I need to heal. Well, that's Take a, that's a, a hint. Well, that's, yeah. Hello. That was like the universe being like, you're a homo. Stay in liberal states. Right. Well, that's only because you want to see your family. See, if you go on vacation, you got to go on vacation and like not. I get beaten. Associate with anyone that you've ever like grown up with and lived with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so. funny because, you know, reading this article, um, he's been with his partner for Nick, actually. His name is Nick. His partner. How tragic. Yep. I know. Sorry. Uh, he's probably crazy. Um, for two years. So all I can think in my head was if that Nick was anything like me, he was probably like, do it or I'm leaving. Mm. Or I'm gone. <laughs> you know, I'm not wrong. He's like, I want. You better. You uh, better do something. You better do something. This state is fucked up. You better do this or you're not getting the booty anymore. Ain't that the truth. And then ain't, she did. Ain't that the truth. That's fucking nuts. Oh, did I mention his name? Yeah. Kevin Maxson. Kevin Maxson. So um, I think that, you know, applause is due. We got to give him love for Mr. Kevin Maxson. Fabulous. All right. Well, one of our last stories that we're going to cover today uh, hits closer to home. It actually is a story that comes to us from the what I'm starting to think is not so great state of Connecticut. Uh, it has um, has to do with our state troopers, right? Our state police uh, d- um, division and some of the tactics that they have been using to uh, erroneously. Um, that was a big word. Yes. Alter. Eskew. 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 Um, documents reports. or tickets yeah. uh, or reports of of you know citations that they have been issuing thousands of citations that they have been issuing in the state and changing the 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 information on these tickets to reflect so that they wouldn't get flagged for um, being racist, right? Um, you know, we've had a couple of you know his, like 
stories and history in the state, especially like in, in, for example, the town of East Haven, where we knew the police department was very racist and they were specifically targeting uh, minority black and brown people um, in those towns and profiling, racial profiling. So as a result of that and some other you know counties that we have in our state, the state passed a law that it is required when a state trooper or a police department issues a citation that they have to note um, the ethnicity of the person that they're pulling over. That feels weird, though. Like, how can you force somebody to tell you their ethnicity or, or or are they being like, Oh, they look black. So the person can abstain from telling you, but you as a, as a, as an officer of the law are supposed to document what you believe this individual is. And the whole purpose of that law was to avoid situations in where police officers and state troopers were racially profiling minorities in this state because it was a big problem, especially in, in, in a town like East Haven. It was very, very, very bad. Like to the point where as a Hispanic, you wouldn't even want to drive in East Haven because they would pull you over and for nothing. For nothing. You didn't do anything, <clears throat> but you're brown or you're black. We're pulling you over and we'll find something. Um, so the state passed a law actually quite a while back that said, you know, on the citation, it needed to disclose the ethnicity of the individual being citated. So what happens is now the state troopers in the state of Connecticut um, have been found to have been issuing citations, thousands, thousands of them, and changing the ethnicity of the um, individuals that they were pulling over from black or brown to white so that they could eschew uh, the numbers um, that are reported by law to the state. So, so they that, were real tickets, but they said that the people oh, were. They were false and real yeah false. so uh, it's a combination of both so like but the majority there were about twenty six thousand tickets that were fake tickets so they didn't really issue a ticket to a person so then who paid for them don't know so the individuals that that are being cited um cited or cited um would pay for their tickets but when they had their tickets written out let's say i was a brown person it would say i was white Right, right, but he's saying that there were tickets that were like written that were yeah, actually when they given did, out. So they did a the state did an audit, right, uh, as they're supposed to, um, and the audit and the an audit of the Connecticut State Police was revealed that hundreds of troopers falsified almost twenty six thousand right. traffic tickets. Right, in a total, the audit found that the number of false records during a five year period could be as high as 58,553. Out of 1,300 troopers, 311 of them had had statistically statistically significant numbers of discrepancies. One specific (laughs) officer had logged 1,350 fake tickets between 2014 and 17. So, I mean, if... I guess they're issuing tickets, but they're not getting paid. Right. I don't know how well, that works. Here, here's part of the problem, right? So, Every year they have to they have to hit a certain amount of tickets that they distribute, right? Yeah. Right. And so, if you look at it percentage wise, they probably were doing it to protect their ass. Yeah. Right. Which that you know uh, the fact that you have to have a quota 
for yeah for, for tickets, tickets is right. the, is one of the bigger problems it's, right it's, that's right. an underlying issue it's like having right. a call center and your recorder has make so many sales within a month right right so so that's basically well, it's a little different yeah no well, because it kind of falls in the same pretext but, because but, if you look at it you know if if you want to make the extra money is at the end of the year you need to hit this quota right right so the state is trying to bring in that extra revenue. So they're writing up tickets. Now, I don't know how the whole fake ticket thing works out in the right. system, but it probably shows that they're supposed to issue X amount of tickets within the timeline. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so every year they have to hit a certain amount. Right. Yeah. So, so if they've issued throughout the year, you know, if they look at their docket and they've issued, I don't know, 25% to Hispanic, 25% to uh, African-Americans, 15 or 20% to white people, they're going to write these fake tickets because otherwise they're going to get fucked. So the problem, one of the bigger problems and the underlying issue is there shouldn't be like a quota, a quota for tickets, a quota. Right. I because mean, like then again, <clears throat> they should not be writing fake tickets and they shouldn't be giving out tickets to people of color just because right. Like, I'm and then changing their race on the all. ticket just to hide the fact that that's what they're doing. Right. right. There's a lot of deception and clearly like fraud that's happening when it comes to trying to get, you know, funding uh, because you have to meet your quota. The, so here's the thing to, that that. And it's also kind of fucked up to think that the state itself is like, well, any state says you have a quota you have to make so that we have income. That's my point. Exactly. So the thing is. Um, why would you set a quota? Let's say you have, we have to issue a, because we issued 90,000 tickets last year, this year we have to issue a hundred thousand. Why? If people are behaving on the road and they're doing what they're supposed to and crime is down and, you know, people are not breaking the law, that should be a good thing. Sounds like, sounds like, you know, you know, building a budget off of, you know, previous numbers. Like if I raise a certain amount of money, my budget goes up. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I meet my goal and or exceed, my budget goes up. Right. That should not how that not in law enforcement. No, because you're you're a police officer to ensure that the laws of this um, nation are and this state are abide by. And if no one's breaking the law, then why should you have a quota that makes you do shady shit like this to make your numbers look good just so that you can meet a quota? Yeah, and in my opinion, while I think this is really fucked up, I think the state. Right. Put our officers in that situation. But and they know, put themselves It also too. seems really sketchy that they're changing ethnicities. <laughs> like right. so clearly there is some racial bias. Yes. That that's the main problem with this audit, right? So so the whole thing stems out of, for example, as mentioned, the tracking curtailing of racial profiling. Connecticut's Alvin W. Uh, Penn Act requires officers to record the racial identity of all subjects of a traffic stop. Many of the falsified tickets listed the race as white, skewing the racial profiling data to appear as if black people were not being targeted, disproportionately yeah. targeted. Right. And so you have you could have a very significant large of tick uh, number of tickets for actually black individuals that were listed as white just so that they could not get in trouble for racially profiling or break that law. Right. And so you're putting our law enforcement individuals in a situation where they now have to get creative. Yeah. Um, you know, so they could walk up to a vehicle and it could be a Latino man, brown person, and, and they automatically it. they automatically write it as white. Right. 
I mean, for you, they would probably just say psycho on the ticket, but you know, that's a whole different story. No, they would just say walked away. (laughs) Walked away. Leave it alone. No, but it's kind of fucked up. Walked away. I said, oh, sorry. They didn't mean to pull you over. (laughs) It's it's kind of disturbing, though, that this is is what, you know, we end up with as a result of. It just shows how, how the system continually tends to work or try to work around getting in trouble while they continue the same habits. Yeah, no. So it, the it, laws are put in place to break those habits and to avoid that profiling. And they always find a way to work around it. And I think this this audit, you know, and everything's so under the microscope. I wonder I wonder how they figured out that these falsified tickets, tickets were actually yeah. people of color. Well if if you're falsifying the ticket, that means the tickets are not getting paid, right? Right. So when you question why there's 26,000 unpaid tickets and no follow-up, you ever get a ticket for parking or anything for that matter? From, from a, last time I got it, uh, it's been ages. Yes, I've got it. Not got simulated wood, but if you don't pay, what happens? It doubles. Right. Yeah. No, right? actually, it's, so, fun. it's funny because I got a ticket. <laughs> I, I, got a, I was driving to pick up people at work when I was a company manager at um, Long Wharf. And it was early. I was tired. And it was kind of like a divided highway, but not really. And a bus had stopped across the street with the stop sign out. But it was like four lanes. And I just kept driving. And I saw the cop pull out. I pulled right over. That fucking hefty ticket. That ticket was heavy. (laughs) That was a big ass ticket. Yeah. Some and tickets seem they put excessive. Down, I was right? black, and I was like, "What? I don't get it." And then <laughs> I, I go to court. I go to court, and I'm sitting there. And I cannot wear her. I'm si- fired. Well, I, I went to court. I'm sitting there, and I finally get up there. And right before I go up, there's this guy, um, Hispanic guy, um, that got a ticket for driving without a license and without insurance. And the judge goes to him, well, how'd you get here today? And he goes, I drove. (laughs) And the judge was like, well, do you have your insurance and your license? And he was like, not yet. Like, (laughs) didn't your friend drop you off, buddy? Come on. Like, like you're there. You'd be surprised. You know, so. (laughs) That's very common. So to add to the conversation. Um, you know, it's important to recognize that while the audit did not investigate a possible a possible motive, one thousand three hundred and fifty—that's the number of tickets single handedly logged by one officer—is also a white supremacist dog whistle. As the ATL explains, the number thirteen refers to the reported percentage of U.S. population that is African-American, and the number 50 refers to the alleged percentage of all murdered, all murders committed in the U.S. that are committed by African-Americans. That's it's, crazy. Yeah, it's it, it, it's really crazy. And this is Connecticut. It's, it's a blue state, right? And, you know, we've said this before. You know, we live in a blue state, but, you know. More purple, but. Uh, don't, don't sleep on the fact that, you know, these people exist everywhere. And we have to keep our different eyes open. Different shades of blue. Right. <laughs> different shades of blue. Yeah, I would say definitely different yeah. shades of blue. But it, it, it's concerning because, you know, as, as a Latino, as two Latinos sitting on this, um, on this table By and default. a white person 
over here, would you be considered Latino because you're? I mean, you're all my Italian? friends are Puerto Rican. Your mom calls me fat. Yeah, you're, like, <laughs> you're Latino by association. I feel like you would get pulled over just for having me in the car. Yeah. No, that's not happened yet. <laughs> I rarely drive with you though. You you're more in my car than I am ever in yours. That's bullshit. Yes, it is. When we go on trips, who drives? Oh well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> the majority of the time that we've ever gone somewhere together, I've always been. You've always been in my car. Yeah, short there have been trips. Three times drive. that you drive when we go to like the supermarket or you know something like that. It's yeah. more than three. Yeah, <laughs> I'd pay for that mileage. Yeah, she didn't get paid for it though. No, but you know it, it's scary. And so union sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys want to unionize? No. That's too much work. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's only three of us, so all it takes is just two to say yes. I heard HR's a bitch. Yeah. We got to contact Elsie. Elsa. Mm. Not Elsie. Don't Elsie. say I called Elsie a bitch, please. Oh, God. I'm a She's on her way to Canada. She's going to call and, and kick my ass. She will. You know what? Might not be a bad thing. She's on her way to Canada, by the way. Oh, she's That's going to she Canada. Road tripping it. And she didn't call Chris. Oh, she's in trouble. Anyway, um, it's it's been a very great conversation. Um, a lot of things going on. Keep your eyes open. Um, don't fall asleep. Shit happens when people don't pay attention. So uh, keep your eyes open. That being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our um, wrapping it up. We 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 got to get off the air. It's been it's been a while. So I'm going to toss it over to Trish. Trish, here you go. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Queen. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, California buys inclusive textbooks for school district with anti-LGBTQ plus board and sends them the bill. Yas, Queen. Proud of them. Number two, Charles Barkley F-bomb hot take on Bud Light controversy is exactly what allies need to say. Number three... Ron DeSantimonium? Yes, ma'am. Loses again as judge refuses to reinstate Florida's drag ban. As they Yay. should. As they should. So it's either Ron DeSantimonium or... Trump light. There you go. I have to say, though, my dad, who is was kind of a Trumper, uh huh, he's like, when I was down there, he was like, I'm not going to vote for Ron DeSantis. I'm not going to vote for Trump. They're fucking crazy. He's like, I'm not voting for Biden. I'll figure it out. But like the fact that he's not voting for those two, I was like, what the? Okay, Carl. Okay, well, (laughs) you're catching on. Make him vote for Biden. He'll get this. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, we're we're gonna cut. We're gonna go down there and have a Carl intervention. Carl (laughs) intervention. Carl, sit down by the pool. No, we're gonna give you some cocktails for you to meet him. Why? Because you guys are gonna get into a fight. No, no, we'll be fine. I would respect your father. He's your dad. I will keep my mouth shut. I do know how to respect my elders in most cases. So, yeah. Moving anyway. on. <laughs> so let's let's schedule a dinner. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jaypird. All righty. So July twenty fourth, twenty thirteen, on this day in gay history, where Maryland. Quist app release. Quist. 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 So that's Do you know the, what the Quist app is? No. It is the, the app where we get this information from. Uh, <laughs> the Quist mobile app created, <laughs> created by Sarah Prager and coded by Natural Fusion, now renamed Web Adaptive, is released in the Apple and Android app stores as a free app. 
Quist, short for Queer History, teaches about LGBTQ history. Anyone can submit a missing historical event to Quist using the link below. It is the first year of... What? It is the first in its in first, first year. In its first year, <laughs> it was downloaded almost eighteen thousand times over in over a hundred countries. Right. Thank you for being a Quist user, including Gay Talk. So I didn't realize Quist was wow. queer history. That queer makes so history. much sense. Okay. Quest queer history. It's like brunch only yeah. Quest. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's a compound word. Yeah. Yeah. Mira que nice. Mira que nice, right? That's mira what I said. Gordita. Oh, Gordita. <laughs> oh my God. All right, they're moving on to our announcements. <clears throat> oh, boy. These you've read before, so you better yeah. get this one. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as the episode is published. I write tongue twisters. You can also support us on Patreon. With Patreon, you, our listeners, can help to support the show with a pledged donation. The donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. Trisha? Nick, over to you. I'm trying. I'm just stuck. Get the future method. Thank you. Oh, that's what all it right, was. All right, everybody. Get the future method and all other products fucker. today. All products are doctor developed, can clean out without hurting your bum, take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs, and now increase your stretch goals with the three piece anal dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life changing bum accessory today yes queen you better work this thing all right um jaybird is it still you yes it is me it it is time to put a ring on it and our show is available on our website gaytalk20.com you know i just have to say (laughs) when you put a ring on it doesn't that generally just start it back over yes it does all right let's put it it's like when you go to hawaii and you say aloha it's like it means hello and goodbye Goodbye, you don't know what you're doing so like how do you end a conversation in in hawaii aloha and walk away If you're if you're anything like my friend Damaris, rest in peace. Whenever we had a conversation, she never said goodbye. She would just hang up the phone. That would annoy the fuck out of me. Uh, oh my I god, I love that about her. Me. So it'd be like, "Hey, we're meeting up at five. Yes, yeah, you at five? Click." Rude. <laughs> so she never said goodbye. Never, never, ever, ever did she ever say goodbye to mm. anyone on the phone. Yeah, that that's pretty. And I used to be like, "I love that about you." She goes. Conversation's over. What else is there to say? Goodbye. So, aloha. <laughs> yeah, aloha. You can say aloha, hello, and goodbye. But yes. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. Let's start this all over again. Our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher Radio. All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, you're going to fuck it up. All right. And if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. <laughs> Click on the Contact Us tab, which is located at the top of your web browser. There you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast, or kill this bitch right here. Uh, you can also uh, <laughs> leave us a question via voice message. 
<laughs> Look, I've got my gay Yankees hat on. You can't kill me today. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, God. You can also call us and leave us your questions via voice message. You can do so by calling 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, it is uh, 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live whenever the hell we feel like it at this point. And you can access the show um, live stream by visiting digital. Uh, no, 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 no. GayTalk20.com forward slash live stream. And uh, as always, I want to thank you all for joining us on today's show. Ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you. And have a good night. Bye. Bye. Proud of you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish. Bye.